0: Everybody, and thanks for joining us for the PHNX Suns post game show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app America's number one sportsbook app don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcast and leave us a five star Wait, wait, review. you gotta let it ride We've got the sacks tonight wait. How exciting
1: We're almost there Almost there? Almost it's, there? Been the it? it's been a while It's been a while since we've uh, Are we sure? Yeah, it's, uh... <gasps> Here we go
0: Oh, yeah. that sexy sack sex is much, back
1: on
2: a
0: Sunday.
1: Much baby. to the dismay of, of <laughs> our producer who is not feeling too well right now. <laughs>
0: wow. Welcome in, everybody. The Phoenix Suns defeated the New York Knicks this afternoon, 116 to 95. It was. One of those games that was a little boring, but it was a solid win. I'll yeah. take it. Yeah, yeah. I'll All take right.
1: it. We'll take we'll take wins however they come right now. Yes,
0: absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into our three points of the evening. Esmo, you wanna start us off?
2: I would love to start us off. Uh, you keep saying evening. You did yeah, it in pregame. You did it, and it th- it's thrown me off. It's, it's basically evening. It's distinctly afternoon. It is.
1: It is very <laughs> it sunny out It is very much there. not the evening. <laughs>
0: it, it's the evening for me. I was actually
1: going to ask you in the pregame what when is what is the evening threshold for you.
0: When I'm <laughs> when I'm ready to not be out in public anymore, it's evening.
1: Apparently, 3.57
0: so is that <laughs>
1: threshold.
2: So, 4, 4, 4 p.m.
0: after our show normally wraps up during the week, it is officially evening. <laughs> okay. so right. And we're done.
2: Rebounding <laughs> at 60 to 39 is my number. The Suns right. had 60 rebounds tonight. They took care of the glass. I told you in pregame that that was going to be a number to watch for because the Knicks gave up. Forty-nine rebounds on average in a loss, and the Suns dominated the glass. Big reason why they won.
1: Nineteen, nine, and seven is mine. Campaign: nineteen points, nine assists, seven rebounds. He was fantastic tonight. Mm-hmm. Um starting to, to starting to see him grow at a, at a really good pace. Seems like he's slowed down, and then that's a that's a good thing for Phoenix.
0: Yes, absolutely. Minus fifty-five. So fifty-five minutes is what we got from Ish Wainwright. Mac MacBiambo, and Dwayne Washington Jr. tonight. Obviously, we know uh, minutes on a certain handful of guys have been very high lately. And also, in addition to that, it was just kind of cool to see a little bit more of these guys out here tonight. The rotations were a little bit different, so I want to get into that at some point in time. But first... Um, also,
1: my bad. Time at 21 points. You're right, Bags. My bad.
0: Gotcha. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Saul's point. Campaign. Campaign has just been... I mean, Eric said it best in the chat. Look at campaign being consistent with three yeah. clapping emojis. That that is what like everybody wanted. He's being consistent, and he's being consistently good too. Yeah, which is even better. Like, I,
1: I didn't know if ahead. you were You're or not. Really
3: <laughs> Anybody?
1: Uh, yeah, you know, no, no, I, I totally agree. You know, the the thing is, is like, especially in that fourth quarter. Um, you know, obviously, Book and Aiden came out, um, and they were sitting, which was good. And, um, you know, campaign just looked like he was just like really just calm, in, in control, wasn't rushing, took a couple um, uh, floaters, and it was fantastic. Uh, like Again, I just thought his, his overall performance was very, very solid. He just looks much more confident than he did last year um, to the point where it, it you truly are at the point right now where you feel like, okay, well, CP3 can miss as many games as he want, wants. We're going to be okay either way.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, and you bring it up, the the confidence. <laughs> it seems like he's completely in command on the court where in, in the past it could feel frantic at times. Tonight felt like he had every facet of the game under control. He even hit a 17-foot jumper on the baseline which I don't think we've seen him take uh, very often in his time with the Suns and it nothing but net. It was a thing of beauty. Also doing it in an assists and rebounds tonight he had complete command out there. He sure did.
0: I think the biggest thing was you pointed it out in the fourth quarter um, it was a specific play I don't remember who it was with but it, it was kind of like the shot clock was winding down but Cam stayed very patient mm-hmm. calm and collected and we ended up getting a bucket out of it. Yeah. And you even said, see, look at that campaign. So patient, so calm in that moment. I think some of those are the growing pains mm-hmm. that we kind of have to get through. No pun intended. Pun intended. I see intended. Yes. <laughs> uh, but even even going back to what we were talking about in the pregame show with Monty talking about how he sat down with campaign at practice yesterday to go through like clutch time situations with him obviously thank god we didn't have to deal with any clutch time minutes tonight between these two teams but it's just those small things that make a big difference that when you see that subtle growth in a guy that actually end up being much larger than what they really seem like on paper a we we're seeing a lot of that from cam
1: a million percent i i again like i just the control for me the control coupled with the the burst um, that he shows to get around defenders. There's not a lot of guys in the league that can stay in front of him. He can get by just about anybody in the league. Uh, the trick is is having the focus enough to finish in key plays. We saw in Miami how he struggled, um, especially that last shot. Uh, he was one for seven in the fourth quarter, and we were a little worried. But then he bounces back against other teams, played very well the other night in Utah, played very well tonight. Um, he's starting to stack. More consistent efforts back to back to back, and that's something that that tells you that the growth is happening. It is happening right now in front of our eyes. It's something that we've we've really been clamoring for. Da and Mikhail to be is is mm-hmm. far more consistent, um, and campaign is showing that 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 is coming to fruition. I, I'm really happy for the guy because you know he's always been one of my favorites, and um, the fact that he he has so much bravado um, and he's shit talking, and now it feels like it's. It's a sure thing. It's more of a sure thing for him so he doesn't have to doubt himself. That's that's very key in all this.
2: Yeah, I loved. there was a point where he was at the top of the key, just kind of dribbling and threw a no-look pass to Booker cutting to the hoop for a dunk. And to me, that was the, okay, Cam's got this kind of moment for me in general. It's nice to see him. Playing like this, I hope it hope it continues because there's not a guy who's who's busted his ass harder to get get back to this point than Cam has, and he's done it multiple times in his career. So, tip of the hat to him for sure tonight. And, and what I liked too was Cam and these guys took care of a team that they should have. Right, this right. is a Knicks team that none of us wanted to to outright say it, but this team should beat the yeah. New York Knicks, oh, yeah. even when you're you're at not at full strength because the New York Knicks are the most mid-team in the NBA. <laughs> Suck it, Jalen Brunson. Suck it, Tom Thibodeau. Suck it, James Dolan.
0: <laughs> wow, I didn't think we were going to go there wow, this early. Re- that was a
1: reverse best team.
0: It was. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm actually not mad at that. That one was no, pretty I solid. I kind of like that. That was a, nice little, little
1: yeah, yeah. A little, was a
2: nice
0: little mix-up. It was.
2: The Knicks are so mid, and they – they proved it tonight.
1: They're you for, gotta keep us on our toes. They're forever mid. They they are. I mean, they've always been one of the more popular franchises, and that's only because they're in New York. If they were any other place, they wouldn't give half as much love as they mm-hmm. they do get. Uh, they're mid, just like Times Square is mid.
0: I've never been, so I can't. It's I can't, a disaster. Times Square it's is
1: disaster. a tourist yeah.
0: trap. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like one of those things you kind of got to see once, right? Yeah. You can see
2: it once. I mean. I, I love New York City. That's not slander on the whole city, but you're right. Times Square. Yeah, Times Square.
1: Basically, there. like Bill Burr said, Times Square is the type of place where a guy in some goofy ass Elmo outfit will see a, a father coming out of the M M&M and M store and just start a fight for no reason. Like that's <laughs> that's what Times Square is all about.
0: <laughs> I mean, it can make Facts. for a really great reality TV show. It's, it's kind of crazy. Uh, I think the cool thing about campaign tonight, too. This is something that we've talked about a lot, and again, something that we got to try and figure out how to replicate when he's coming off the bench. He started this game really well, came out, hit a hit a three, got a block early on. I mean, move CP3 to had the bench now. the energy. Now. I mean, listen, <laughs> not, we're, we're not going to have that conversation, but there is yeah. a time and a place to have that conversation. Yes. Not because of Chris Paul, but because of the reverse. If this is the campaign you get when he starts, if he can't do this off the bench, but, you know, Chris Paul can probably do whatever Chris Paul can do wherever. Whatever Chris Paul is capable of doing in that moment, he can do in any situation.
2: Let's say this. I don't think you have to worry about doing that and making that a, a, a true thing. Because even if if when Chris Paul comes back, there will be another long stretch where he's out injured uh, at some point in the season as well. And campaign will get his minutes as a starter.
0: Yes. <sighs>
1: Yeah, there's a lot of words okay, right there. Okay,
0: well, let's just, let's not go. I'm not ready for that. No, we're, I don't I'm, think I'm not ready for that yet. Um, but the two blocks for campaign tonight, I love when campaign gets blocks because it's a big energy play and it's a big energy, like effort play from yeah. campaign as well. Sure. And so when he has nights where he's got multiple blocks, I think we're all in good hands. So overall, 10 out of 10 performance from campaign. Love to see it. And that is why he is our draft king, king of the game, Congratulations once again to our man. Campaign finishing with 21 points, 9 assists, 7 rebounds. Out there flirting with a triple-double. Look at you, Campaign. 7 of 14 from the field, 2 of 5 from deep. And, of course, those two blocks that we mentioned earlier. I will say, when it came to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, we didn't really have, uh, we, didn't, we didn't fare too well.
1: No, I got close.
0: With your bet, with your parlay. Yes, I
1: yeah, got yeah, close. Yeah. At three of the four hit, and the only reason why Devin Booker didn't hit over thirty is because he didn't play the entire fourth quarter.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn it! So t- close. T- tonight was a tough one for it us on the tough. DraftKings sportsbook app, but it was still a lot of fun. It did at least Sauls was close, so we were able to still root for that one throughout the majority of the game until book came out. Of course, then we were all like, "Yeah, I think this one yeah, might that's be the happening. ship has sailed on this one." See, I am smart with mine, though, right? I don't
2: want the suspense. I don't want. I don't want to get you know nervous the whole game. I just do the first shot, and then I'm, it's over with. I either have won money or I haven't, and I can enjoy the rest of the game. So.
0: I mean, there's something to be said about those too, but I think in a game like this that got a little bit boring for moments. Yeah, having a long-standing parlay helps a
2: lot. I did think about using one of their in-game bets uh, then to try to make things interesting. Like live betting the game, live bet that.
0: Oh boy! Well, if you guys have not downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app yet, we highly recommend you download it because right now. New customers who sign up using that promo code PHNX can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. It's really simple. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code PHNX. That's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Also, continuing on the conversation about fun things coupled with sports, Four Peaks. Is really fun when you couple it with sports. And we're doing that this upcoming week. Uh November twenty second, we are going to be hosting um uh, tomorrow. It, oh God, that is no. no November twenty first is, is tomorrow. When it
1: starts. We have twenty first, twenty second, and then we have Friday and Saturday as well. So the twenty first is uh we play the US or the US plays Wales. Sorry. Yeah. That's tomorrow. Okay. The twenty second is a morning breakfast thing. Yes. Uh, and that is Mexico versus uh, I forgot. Another country. Yes.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So yeah. <laughs> Max screwed up on the sheet. Okay. I'm
0: sorry. Good. Well, blame Max, not my fault. <laughs> uh, either it's way. It's always a good time to <laughs> drink and watch sports. Yeah. And it's like
1: always it? a great time to blame Max for any ad <laughs> copy. Absolutely. <errors. laughs> That's
0: Max's fault, not mine. But I will say Throughout this entire time. You can find it. We will put the link in the description. All the information and everything will be there so you don't have to like fumble through picking the pieces together of this ad read. But essentially (laughs) all you need to know is that World Cup, Four Peaks, it's going to be lit. We're going to have beer specials. We're going to have giveaways. We're going to have guest appearances and so much for uh, so much more, including like $3 kilt lifter and wow wheat pints. So like even if you don't like soccer, a lot of fun.
2: Or football, however you want to call it, if, even mm-hmm. if you don't like it, it's a good excuse to skip work on Thanksgiving yeah. week yeah. and drink. So yeah. come on out and cheer
1: on your country.
0: That's how you use your PTO wisely.
1: <laughs> uh, also, um, I, didn't, I don't want to. I don't want to jack anything that you might have planned in the show. Are we going to talk about campaign and tomorrow?
2: Oh, I mean, we can't. Oh, I thought we I met mean, in general. I was, like, was going to say, did.
1: We just I just <laughs> blinked out the whole last 15 minutes, though. <laughs> so. What do you well, I mean? You I, mean, I, mean I mean, we did figure since he was the player of the game tonight, the king of the game, and he had such a great game, why not have him on the show tomorrow? <laughs> that seems like a pretty no, good we're gonna, play. We're
2: going to have him on Tuesday. He's going to be on Tuesday's show. We're going to have a whole episode oh, dedicated to tomorrow. Campa- Look at me. campaign. We're going to play it. You're going to get that on Tuesday so you can enjoy that uh, little bonus little bonus content, episode if
0: you will yeah so stay tuned for that we get to talk with campaign we're really looking forward to that one if you have questions that you kind of want to get answered we can't guarantee it because we have obviously have certain things we got to get in there so. but drop them in the Discord. Yeah. Let us know so if it has you to be if in you the put Discord. something in the Discord. We'll we'll see if we can get to some of those questions.
2: Psycho Blue says, I prefer blaming Saul. Don't tell me how to armchair quarterback.
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, Psycho Blue, thank you for your super chat. They said basketball Cthulhu. Do you, wait, you're supposed to read these ones now. I'm oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh
1: <laughs> I gotta we, I gotta see it on the screen it's, though. It's, I don't it's know. Coming. Hold on. It's uh we're, we're scrolling, we're scrolling, we're we're right. scrolling, right. we're scrolling. There we go. Oh, there we go. Okay. Uh, Basketball Cthulhu is pleased with the PHNX Sports membership perks. He is doubly pleased with how we inflicted pain upon NYK.
0: (laughs) And pain spelled campaign. But I'm
2: good on not making that sound like a. too much of anyone.
1: Explicitly. No, I, I appreciate we, we, that, we want so. to generalize this as much as <laughs> possible. Ambiguous. I'm not Very trying good. to get canceled. I good. promise you that.
0: Smart, <laughs> smart. All right, let's keep going down uh, the list of our points for tonight's game. Espo, you brought up rebounding. Let's dive a little bit more into that.
2: Yeah, I mean, the Suns had been averaging 42 rebounds per game uh in their, in their wins, 40 in their losses. I mean, they had 60 in this game overall. They had 38 defensive rebounds. The Knicks had 39 total rebounds in this game. Controlling the glass is immensely important for this Phoenix Suns squad. And shout out to a man that we've been quite hard on but uh, lately. But DeAndre Ayton finished with 11 rebounds to lead the team. Bismarck Biombo had 10 of his own. And they did, they did a hell of a job on the offensive glass to this team tonight with 22 of them. Uh, and Bismack had six of those eight and had four of them. They're taking care of the rebounding on both ends of the court in this game, and hopefully that's a trend you continue to see because they've struggled at times this year year with it, but this afternoon, it was on point.
1: Yeah, I thought overall as a team, you know, again, rebounding is a team effort. It it takes all five guys on the defensive glass to try and make sure that you're keeping the other—you're preventing more additional opportunities for the other team. Um, That's what you're preached at the elementary level, at the high school level, at the college level, and definitely at the pro level. Everybody has— has to attack the glass and that's exactly what they did tonight and, and to your point da um i thought da was very solid today um you know it, it, especially considering he didn't play in the fourth quarter so again casuals will look at the stat line and say oh he only had 12 points well yeah it's because he didn't play the entire fourth quarter and they didn't need him because they had established a tone uh they set the tone early and dominated from the beginning of the game and so i thought da what well, was 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 very very good today. Um, I thought the whole team was, in general just played with a lot of energy for a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Um. I I was pleasantly surprised at, at the effort tonight.
2: Yeah, and another byproduct of rebounding so well is they won the assist battle, thirty-five to twenty. When you get second chance opportunities, it's a lot easier to mm-hmm. assist on baskets too. They did a great job there as well.
0: I do like Saul your point that it, like rebounding is a full team effort. Uh, every single player who saw playing time tonight, got a defensive rebound in all but one, had at least one offensive rebound. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, that's that's like the by committee, right? The same thing with the three-point shooting, having multiple threats out there. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the rebounding. You got to have multiple guys stepping out every single night in order to make this a consistent thing that they have. For well, we, sure.
2: We talk about rebounding, like you said, being in part energy. I mean, who's the guy that, we talk about as having so much energy on the quarter's campaign had seven of his own as the starting point guard. Mm-hmm. So that kind of effort is infectious in some ways. And I think that helped light a fire under the rest of the
1: team. Uh, pseudo Wudo, pseudo Wudo, <laughs> uh, saw a lot of instances where DA looked for a person and put his body into them to box out. You're right. We talked about it the other night. Um, you know, uh, it wasn't the other night against the jazz, um, Damn it, who was it against the, the game before that? Yeah, yeah, whoever that was. Golden State. Just yeah. Golden State. Oh, no, no, yeah, I'm sorry. It was against the Jazz. It's just a, some standing around in the first, second, third yeah. quarter um, that just didn't need to happen. Um, and, again, when you go to b- box out, yes, you're boxing out because you're trying to get a rebound. But in, in addition to that, you're keeping one less guy off of the glass to potentially deflect something or or try to, you know, how guys like to uh, you know, kind of toss the ball out um, because they don't have the positioning. Um, so, so you have to do. You got to find a body. Again, from the elementary school level, it's always find a body, find a body, find a, it. Doesn't matter if they're a guard, center, forward. You got to find a body. Um, and that was the thing that once you start to do that and practice those good habits. It becomes second nature, and for whatever reason, I felt like D.A. was kind of getting away from that. Like the ball was going up, and he was flat-footed a lot of times, and you cannot play in the NBA at that level like that for a very long period of time because you will get exposed. Today, much better effort all, all the way around for D.A. I appreciate the fact that it, it, you definitely could tell there was some film review and like, look <laughs> D.A., look at this. We'll, we'll watch you right here. Yeah, that ain't good, buddy. That ain't good.
2: I, I don't know. I know this is on a much – Lower level, but I was used to love boxing out when I played the game. Like it, I always found it fun. I guess I guess when you're doing it against a, a seven foot, three hundred pound guy, sometimes it's not as fun. But I always enjoyed it. And it, tonight, it looked like they were having fun finding a guy to put a yeah. body.
1: In. I mean, I, I I agree. Like I liked boxing out big guys because there was nothing that you, they could do uh, if you took out their legs. There was nothing to do besides go over your back and you get the foul every single time. So it's if, if for a guy like DeAndre Ayton. There is nobody else that's bigger for the most part. Like he's he's got to be able to find a body. And today he did that. I very much appreciate that. And, yes, Girth will be on today.
2: Uh, one of the other things that happens when you rebound as well as they did in particular on the offensive glass, they had 16 more shots than the Knicks tonight. So even though they only shot 42% and the Knicks shot 40 this game wound up being a much bigger Uh, are much more lopsided than it would look if you're just looking at shooting percentages because they had that many more shots as well
1: for sure
0: jason l in the chat says but again it's against the knicks though it doesn't matter because we're learning lessons we're building responsible habits we're breaking old habits of taking games off or playing down to your competition like We're still in this, like, continually learning and continually getting better stage. Every NBA team is. I mean, when does it ever stop? It doesn't. That's just kind of how sports work. So I will gladly take a really solid win against a crap team like the Knicks because how many times in the past have we seen the Suns come out and play like the Knicks against the Knicks? You know what I mean? That same idea of playing down to your team, like, I don't want, or your opponent, I don't want to see that anymore. I want were, to see them crush teams.
2: There were a lot of built-in excuses today. <laughs> Afternoon game on a Sunday, mm-hmm. playing against a bad team that they usually play down to. They didn't fall into any of those pitfalls, those traps that they that they have in the past. They just took care of business. Now, let first half, it was a little frustrating. They were up uh, double digits, and then the Knicks closed it to two. I uh, at the halftime 55 53 after a nine 0 run but the Suns went in made their adjustments and came out and just put their foot on the neck.
1: Yeah again like it, the way I look at these things when you're playing an inferior opponent um it's you're getting game reps and again to Lindsey's point you got to establish good habits. Great teams have solid habits from top to bottom. Um th- the smallest of details uh do not Do not get missed. That's why when you're talking about the great teams of all time, the Warriors, the Spurs, the Bulls, like the attention to detail for those teams is so minute that that's why they win. Because you have to play a perfect game to beat those teams. That's what the Suns are currently working through right now is that they're trying to reestablish those kind of good habits. And sometimes it takes 10, 15, 20 games into a season to really kind of hone in on those things and understand what you're capable of, what you're not capable of and what's w- w- how you maneuver both throughout the season. And then you're starting to start see that. And uh, I, you know, listen, that's the beauty of basketball. It, it's always changing.
0: And when I was telling you guys about what Monty was saying pregame too, about spending time at practice yesterday, working through the the details of crunch time, he was also pointing out that within those conversations he was having with guys was Limiting the my bad mistakes. Yes. And those are the attention to details, whether it's in in the clutch or just at some point in time in the game. He said specifically, those are things that we're trying to clean up and limit as much as possible because those things can start. Oh, well, it's my bad. No worries but then it's your bad, then it's your bad, and then it's like, oh, shoot, this whole game's bad. Let's reset. Yeah. Yeah, the,
2: the only guy that seemed to have those tonight was Ish Wainwright, and he hadn't played in a very long time. So We'll give him I, I, a pass. I'm okay with he that. He can have
0: a pass. Yeah. Speaking of Ish Wainwright, you're right. We did get to see him quite a bit tonight. We also got to see Bismack Biombo tonight in lieu of Jock Landale, which was our typical uh, big man off the bench. We got to see a lot more Dwayne Washington, Jr., who also came into the game before Damian Lee, which is a little bit different for tonight. Do you guys think this was more of a matchup thing? Do you think it's more of a let's test the waters kind of thing? It is the Knicks. We could probably maybe get a little more leeway with testing some things out with this team. How are you guys feeling about the way Monty approached this one. I mean,
1: again, I, I appreciate the fact that Monty was kind of trying different lineups and trying different matchups. And um, when you don't play a guy like Jock Landale, who's played every single game of the season, um, you're you're listen. The Knicks might have been a little bit of a difficult matchup for Jock, even though I I don't really feel like he would have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some people are pointing that out in the chat, and that's cool. I I, I just don't. I didn't understand why he didn't get a single minute today. But, you know, Monty clearly maybe saw something on tape that he didn't like, or I don't know. But I do like the fact that Monty is is not afraid right now to experiment with things. Again, this is the time to do it. You want to do it in the first 30 games of the season. You don't want to wait until the last 30 to start trying to pull shit out of your ass.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably experimenting with rotations. He had talked about pregame trying to look at limiting minutes and, and testing things out. So... I think it's in part that I think it's in part you know you're playing the Knicks and you could get away with a little bit more of that, but I mean Biombo came through with the ten rebounds like we talked about. Josh Okogie had uh, a pretty impressive first half, going three of four, hit a three pointer.
0: We got a Josh
2: Okogi mean, three, you yeah, guys. I mean it wasn't the Jock Landell three you had you had, it wasn't. You, had, you know <laughs> predicted in pregame, but we got one of these guys to hit a three and, and get rolling a little bit, but. You're gonna. He. I think Monty knows you're gonna probably have to call on these guys at some point this year. So you might as well get them in now when you can to get a little rhythm. But we saw some of this last year too. Early in the season, Monty went much deeper in the bench, gave some some of the guys opportunities, and then reined it in as we got closer to that Christmas time and a little bit after going into January. So this may just be the time of year Monty likes to experiment.
0: The only uh, time of the year.
1: Yeah. Uh Slides in the chat and he's asking, "Can they trade Jock? Would that be why they want to take it easy with him?" Listen, just about half that team has sat on the bench at some point during this season, so not every single thing is a, is a is a trade speculation. I I would highly doubt that they would trade Jock Landale right now.
2: Yeah. There's no There's no salary that he's he's a minimum guy. So yeah. you're not using it to match salary, You're, he's not signed beyond this year, so it's not a long-term play mm-hmm. for another team that that thinks he could be a key part. I think this was simply tonight he fell out of the rotation because Monty wanted Biz out there to get the rebounds and some blocks. Yeah. Yeah.
1: In, in addition to that, like you, you, you look at these players as – as unfortunate as it is, they are all assets, right? And you have to look at the value versus the cost. And right now, even though he didn't play tonight, Jock's value is significantly higher than their, his cost for sure. So you wouldn't want to trade an asset like that because you know you can get tremendous value down the road um, if the cards fall in that that correct way.
2: Yeah, and our, our friends, the Aussie Suns fan pod, uh, brought up a good point. It is a four-game week. So giving him a little rest uh, where you may have to play him significant minutes in another night uh, isn't necessarily the worst idea in the world either.
1: And Brittany says Busy has had a lot of games without playing. Jock can sit too.
0: That's very true. Also, I went on Gerald Borges' Twitter, who is going to join us here shortly, and uh, this question was asked to Monty tonight. And Monty said it was strictly about the size that they had mentioned that Landale has size, but Biz has the physicality. And that's the reason why he went with Biz tonight over Jock. So, I'm sure Gerald can share more insight on that when he gets here. But also, four game week thing. Do you guys realize? I'm pretty sure we have four games a week until the end of the year. Jesus, I'm things. almost, I'm almost positive. Why? why? There might why? be one or two. There might be like one or two weeks <sighs> until the end of the year where we don't have four games. But it's it's wild for them. This. Oh wait, I lied. There's. No wait, it's the later Ca-
2: September. Yeah, counting not our strong. Season. No, there's <laughs> there's <laughs>
0: two weeks left of this year where we have three games, and the rest are four games. So they're they're heading into a pretty. Th- a pretty tough stretch. Let
2: me let me give you a little peek behind the curtain. Earlier today, Lindsay asked me, when's all-star break? <laughs> She's already counting those four-game uh, weeks. To be there, fair,
0: so. that was more about the one thirty start <laughs> than it was about the season. The one thirty start threw me for a loop. I did not like today's start time, that's for sure. Although
1: I don't mind, now that it's over with, I don't really mind the one thirty start. Now I have the rest of my night. That's kind of nice. I mean,
0: this you're you're not. There are pros and cons to it, absolutely. I think it just throws off my normal day to day schedule, and that's why I don't like it. I'm a creature of habit.
1: Well, yeah, you usually don't have to wake up, you know, before eleven o'clock. So this is definitely a change.
0: We go from a Sunday (laughs) one thirty start
2: to a Tuesday eight p.m.
0: start. yes, (laughs) yes, absolutely. Uh, But thankfully, you know what? I get to go home and sit on some more furniture. I got to hang out here and sit on some more furniture and it's all really comfortable. Do you need so whether some more I go furniture? home, I do need some more furniture in addition to all <laughs> of the more furniture I have right now. I'm actually looking at a couch. Like I told I think I told you guys mm-hmm. this last week and I'm it's going to pro- I'm like a I'm one of those people who I'm the procrastinator, okay? And I like to sit there and I like to chew on this thought process a lot. So I probably won't get this couch to like next off season. But it is gorgeous and it's got a really big chaise and it's going to be I, so nice. Six months away. I know, but that's just how my brain operates. I would
2: <laughs> literally murder you if I had to make decisions like that with you because I am the opposite. <sighs>
0: impulse like it let's
1: get it Yo, let's go listen my wife does the same exact thing but
0: when it's such like a it's, oh my this God. is like a staple piece in your home like, like but sometimes. furniture is
1: always good yeah but sometimes you just need to make a decision right like yeah. you just got to pull the trigger like i'm tired of sitting with a spring <laughs> up my ass like okay <laughs> let's just pick something so we can move on please
0: well we'll get there maybe eventually <laughs> but if you guys are in the market for some more furniture our friends at more furniture are here to help you out with their fall sale. You can find them at morfurniture.com. That's morefurniture.com. Plus, right now, you'll receive a $100 gift card for every $1,000 you spend.
1: You really and- said next off-season. That's still seven months away. Yeah. Hopefully, it's July. It's like <laughs> yeah. the God end of June. It should not take you seven months to decide on a couch.
0: Well, because here's the thing. Like, I'm going to sit there. I'm going to pick the couch, right? And then I'm going to pick all the other things that inevitably need to be changed out for the couch. And then I'm going to need to, like, make sure I sit with this and know for sure that I'm committed. But and I don't we- find another couch in two months. And I'm like, oh, wait, no. At first I thought I wanted, like, a tan leather couch. And now I want an emerald green velvet couch.
1: Yeah, but but yeah, I'm sure Moore has a is, has an extensive oh, they uh, you do. Know, warehouse. They do. They, but, again, you're always running the risk of that couch not being there when you want to pull the trigger.
0: This is also true. So <laughs> that's why you got to go. You got to go. Yeah, well. I'll work on it. But in the meantime. we're trying to
2: convince her. Just buy it just and more furniture. Just buy the couch. Get your $100 gift just card
0: and get out. All right? Oh, no. oh my goodness. Um, but until then, I can continue living in fantasy land, just like Espo lives in fantasy world on the Underdog Fantasy wow. app. I and, thought that was an OGs read. Uh, what? I
1: thought it was OGs we were going OG's, to.
0: OGs? Almost. Close. So, Underdog Fantasy is the best way to combine fantasy sports and and winning money. It's a lot of fun. You can play it by yourself. You can play it with your friends, you know, higher or lower, pick 'em type things, draft mm-hmm. type things. Espo, I, I know you love this app.
3: Well,
2: Eli says, Lindsay fears commitment. And Yay. Lindsay, if you fear commitment, underdog fantasy is for <laughs> you. Yes. Because there's the pick 'em, which is the same day you pick the games, uh, oh, uh, higher, lower, and yeah. you decide on things. Or you can do fantasy leagues that are just for one game, I love one weekend, I and love not that. a full season. Mm-hmm. So you can get in there. All you have to do is text your friends the link. Boom! All of you're in there. Uh, you know, or who, random people if you don't have any friends to play with, whatever <laughs> the case may be. Not you in particular. She has, no 21, sure. she has 21 coworkers. <laughs> and and it's that easy. No commitment other than you know doing the draft, and then looking once to see if you won. So Underdog <laughs> Fantasy is great. Download it today. Download their app. Use that promo code PHNX. I believe you're going to get $100 matched if you uh, deposit $100.
0: Yep, that's right. So check it out. Gerald is on his way, everybody. So he'll be here in about three minutes. Oh, yeah. So since we you have know what's about to happen. three minutes to talk, do you guys want to – who what do you, what topic do you want to get into that's shorter? Oh, a short topic? Well, yeah, he'll be here in 3 minutes. So, oh. do we get a, like a couple flowers out for some small things?
1: Sure. Let's okay. let's get out, you know, let's give out some flowers.
0: I got flowers for Tory Craig tonight because uh 10 straight games that he's made a 3 and that's a new career record. And I will take threes from Tory Craig all night. So, 10 straight is solid work for him.
2: Uh, I will give my flowers to the refs for Calling what felt like a pretty decent game tonight. Yes. Free throws, free throws were fair. Uh, and I'll also give flowers to DeAndre Aiton. Uh, wow, you're just gonna take the whole roster no, no, there, husband? No. Not, not for what you're gonna say. Not for what you're gonna say. This is actually a negative that I thought he kind of turned into a positive. He was zero for four at the line uh, going into mm-hmm. the third. He got fouled on an end one, and he turned to the guy next to him. I, you couldn't tell who it was, and he goes. I'm all for 4 at the line. And he smirked. And then he went and he promptly hit it. So congratulations, DeAndre. Eaton. A flower for at least having humor when you're in a shitty position.
1: I got flowers for two two different people. One, Mikael Bridges was fantastic. Yeah. yeah, He played a very solid game. And two, all of you for joining us on a Sunday afternoon when you definitely have other options. We appreciate you. Thank you so much.
0: Guess what, everybody? Oh, wait. No? his camera's not on.
1: Oh, yeah, oh, we're oh, not ready. Okay. Also, wow. we have to play the intro. Wow. Well, yeah. yeah.
0: But so Gerald's not play. ready. ready.
2: We're, just,
1: we're just waiting for Gerald to show his, up his officially.
2: His camera's got the Sunday afternoon. Sometimes
1: balloons. it like yeah. takes him a little bit to boot. There he okay. is. Let's go. In the darkness. <laughs> beyond the light.
0: I can't get over that. There shall only be one.
1: <laughs> Welcome <you guys!
0: laughs>
3: Respect <laughs> the girth. What's up, Gerald? Guys, how are you doing? Uh,
1: hoodie Gerald? What?
3: It's hoodie season, man.
1: Let's go. Blow him up so we can see this beautiful man in his hoodie. Ooh, yes, sir.
3: That.
0: Put it put it put the hoodie on, Gerald. But lean into it, it, full it hoodie <laughs> miller. Come on, put it on over. Do it. Come on, put it over.
2: Just for a second. Gerald, did fans rush the court after this win? Yeah! Yay! Hoodie Gerald!
1: Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> you got to give the people what they want. By people, I mean Always. me. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> See, that, is, that is more fans than I've seen out in the
2: court in a long time on one of your, sh- one of your shoots here. Are they letting people shoot around today?
3: I'm telling you, they've been doing this more and more recently. I don't know what it is, but it is- I had to come here and get the Wi-Fi. So here we are.
0: So every time it's a sun, yes, but you know this. Every time it's an early tip-off weekend game, it's Kids Day. And on Kids Day, they let you sign up to go down to the court and shoot. Oh, yeah.
2: And you see, know this? I blanked out the five years I spent with your organization. <laughs> right?
0: Well, that's that's what it is. Every <laughs> You can bank on this pretty much every single early start day. They'll let kids come down on the court and do this type of shenanigans. So they get to have a little moment.
1: Girth the first question from the chat is since you were wearing a hoodie does that mean does oh, that mean come
3: on
0: come on does that
1: mean mellow's coming
3: no damn <laughs> that's not what that means i'm sorry damn it
1: <laughs> he's just fashionable
2: uh, <laughs> there's a lot of fans on the court but somebody that didn't see the court tonight was jock landell uh what did you hear from monty on the decision as to why and uh did you believe what monty had to say
3: Yeah, he said it wasn't anything, like, foundational as far as what they're going to be doing with their rotation. He said they're going to evaluate game by game. But for now, this was just a matter of the fact that the Knicks have three seven-footers on their roster. Um, And obviously, Jock is a big guy, but he said Biz brings a kind of level of physicality that's a little bit different. So for this particular matchup, they wanted his athleticism, they wanted his size, and they wanted that physical component that he brings to the table, so... Uh, We'll see going forward. It's definitely something to monitor, but it didn't sound like, you know, he was trying to make foundational changes to the roster just yet.
0: Okay. I mean, that's good to know to an extent, I think. Um, Obviously, Campaign was our king of the game tonight. He had himself a really solid performance again. How much confidence are you seeing coming out of Campaign right now?
3: Yeah, it's been really impressive to watch, actually. And we had talked to him the other day at practice about this. And he was saying, you know, people kind of not take for granted, but they don't really appreciate how difficult it is as a guy who he calls himself a volume shooter to come in off the bench, be the sixth man, and try to get it going in more limited minutes. He's saying now that he's with the starters – and we kind of saw this last year, but now that he's with the starters, getting extended minutes, getting to play out full games and be out there for six, seven, eight minutes at a time, he's really getting to show the full package and, and get in the rhythm of the game better than he would in that six man role. So as much as we've all praised him in the past for being able to come in and, and be, you know, turbo, be that that supercharged microwave score off the bench or whatever, like it's a lot easier when you're in that starting role from the start. And, uh, you know, he was saying that Monty, Monty said he pulled him aside yesterday at practice and kind of talked to him about letting plays develop, especially in end of game scenarios. You go back to the Utah game. He had that one travel Um, and he came into the beginning of the fourth quarter here tonight was much better in helping put the game away. So it is something where hopefully that'll benefit him when he goes back to the bench. But when he's getting those extended minutes, he gets to kind of flesh things out a little bit more.
1: Uh, Gerald, I, I always think that the view from the press box versus the view that we get on TV just doesn't do it justice because you get to see more, you get to see the plays and how they're breaking down and, and movement um, a lot more than we do. What's your biggest takeaway from tonight's game? Because we could go a mil- uh, we can go a million days or a million different ways and praise a lot of different people, but what was your biggest takeaway tonight?
3: I think my biggest takeaway was the first quarter defense. And it's something that specifically has plagued this team in the last handful of games. You think to the Orlando and Miami games, you think about the Utah game where they gave up 42 first quarter points. It was definitely a point of emphasis coming into this. I think tonight they only gave up, what was it? 22 or something like that on like 40% shooting around there. So it was much better tonight just <laughs> being locked in. Sorry. You had <laughs> a little trying, photo I'm bomber. I know. I know. I'm, I'm I'm getting people that are like walking right up and then they're like, oh shit, he's on camera. And then like going miles around me to avoid <laughs> getting on camera. But uh, no, the first quarter defense was really strong tonight. And I think Monty said it. You know, when we bring something to the table as a point of emphasis, you usually see that next game that they really take it to heart. It's just a matter of like taking all those different lessons to heart and keeping them together in that little box. Um, you know, they were also good on the offensive glass, not just crashing it, but keeping the Knicks off. I think the Knicks are a top five offensive rebounding team. So that was a big key to their victory as well. Um, I love the balance from the starting group. Six guys scored in double figures, including all five starters, which is really what you like to see with two or three key starters down.
2: Devin, Devin got to sit out the fourth quarter, got to watch the bench guys take care of things. Also, four other starters out there with him at double figures. How much is he trusting in it in his teammates now?
3: Yeah, you know, he actually, I asked him about that after the game, about the balance and the scoring, and he said he loves it. You know, he's used to being double teamed at this point in his career, and he tries to get off the ball a lot quicker because he knows that his guys can make a play out of it. So I asked him, like, how much more enjoyable is that for you compared to in the past where you don't really have a lot of outlets that you can trust? compared to this team where you know guys are going to be here, they're going to be able to cut, make a play. And he was saying it's the best feeling. He had a big old smile on his face. He said, it's the best feeling. So I know that we're kind of stressed about the Suns' depth right now and you know all the injuries piling up. But even with guys having to step into roles that they're not as familiar with, book is still really high on this group and being able to put guys out there with him that he can trust in those situations.
0: I'm really glad that well, that's actually something we hadn't talked about yet on the show. I'm really glad that book and Mikel both were able to play way less minutes than we've seen them play the last handful of games. Um, I think they were both in like the forties for the last few yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, Mikel had 33 tonight book had 30 tonight minutes and that was something that Monty had mentioned pregame of being aware of that, understanding that, like, yeah, we can push them to an extent. But what that extent is, we need to kind of draw the line and rein that back a little bit. So I, I, I was really pleasantly uh, happy to see that we were able to put this game away a little bit earlier and give those guys a break.
1: Damn, Book still played 30 minutes. He did. And, and he didn't even play in the fourth. Mm-hmm. Nope, that's gross. <laughs> that's still a little crazy. <laughs> um gerald i uh, just before you go uh you are throwing me off right now if this makes you feel any better uh you kind of look like uh uh you know a millennial version or a gen z version of obi-wan kenobi so congratulations
3: i love that i love that for
1: I, me. I, I thought you would I thought you, you would. just made his life
0: right? <laughs> wait i have one more for yeah, us yeah go ahead quick. shoot for it the book cp uh campaign celebration Yes. I loved that. That was fantastic. I think that was the best thing that came out of today because we don't get see we don't see that much sass from Book, and even though it was no. like it was subdued sass, it was enough.
3: Yeah. So uh, Kellen actually asked Campaign about that after the game, and Campaign was saying, "Yeah, that's Mikhail's celebration, but then me and Mikhail started doing it. So you know, if you see Book doing it, you know he's in a good mood because you don't really see that type of thing from him very often. Uh, so he was clearly having fun and enjoying not having to be you know playing heavy minutes off the bench there
0: whoa we almost lost gerald it's a (laughs)
3: earthquake we got got toddlers running around
1: fucking kids
0: oh man all right well gerald we should probably let you go so you can get to some safer ground they're gonna
1: start biting your kneecaps here in a second so (laughs) protect yourself
3: i have have the high ground it's fine
0: (laughs) (laughs) thanks gerald we appreciate you we'll see you tomorrow
3: thanks guys bye
0: Hello,
2: uh, Gerth is holding back his anchor. I, <laughs> I know. He's like, it's please don't, all please don't, please <laughs> don't, don't
0: touch my camera.
1: Damn
2: it. Please
0: kids. don't touch my tripod. <laughs> that would be that would be stressful. I would hate that. <laughs> he's
1: he's snapping on him right That's now. That's right. You would always. just hit him with a microphone.
0: It's like a possibility. <laughs> and then I would be like, oh my god, I was such a I'm she's, sorry. I'm moving. Bop, you.
1: She's bopping kids on the head with a microphone <laughs> like they're, <laughs> like, they're <laughs> like they're groundhogs. <laughs>
0: Um, is there anything else from tonight's game that you guys kind of wanted to touch on that? We weren't able to get to yet. Sorry. <laughs> uh,
2: wow. Well, Pugs and hugs Pugs and, someone and hugs. Someone said that was right Anthony. Totri.
1: <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad the chat. gets in I don't think there's a guy that catches more strays in this network than Anthony. <laughs> Toe <Totri. laughs> He's. I, I just got to say this full disclosure. He's one of my favorite people. And, uh, you know, he's here because we had a relationship prior and I love him to death, but damn, I love to make fun of him too.
2: I mean he is he is so small that it shouldn't be Anthony Toe Tree, it should be Anthony Tobush. You know, oh my god. End,
0: get, out, Esso, get,
1: get, out.
2: Bush.
0: get out Oh my god. Jesus.
1: The only
2: reason I keep doing the short jokes is because he says, oh, they don't bother me. They're more for the person that says them. And I'm like, oh, eventually they'll bother you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You're terrible. I'm just really happy. We got a win. We started out a week really great. It's going to be a holiday weekend. Um, Hopefully we'll be able. This week's packed. We got a game tonight or this afternoon
2: <laughs> tuesday
0: really late then we got a holiday in there then we have a back-to-back friday and saturday
2: yeah but tuesday you're playing the worst team in the nba so you should be all
1: right
0: it's still a game It's the los the angeles lakers, lakers yeah.
2: so. i got you
1: it's <laughs>
0: still a I, game it took me a
1: second i was like who is the always oh, la
0: but it is i'm glad that they're home for the holiday because that always makes things a little bit easier on the guys also gives them a little bit of time to be able to get some decent practices in and some good treatment. Oh shoot! You know what I forgot to ask Gerald about to mm. give us the update. Gerald saw Cam Johnson at yep. the the arena tonight, and uh, he said that. What did he say? He Let me said, find it.
2: We ran into Cam on on his way out of the locker room, and he's all smiles, doing good. "Quote, uh, getting better every day," is what Cam said. Was walking fine without crutches or anything. So
0: yeah, because Cam wasn't on the. He wasn't on the road trip with the team, right? He stayed back. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So it's good to see Cam is as, as being able to at least be more present with his teammates. And, of course, walking without crutches, that's always a good sign. You still have to build up that strength and everything. So doesn't mean that we'll get him back any sooner than later. But I'm still going to take this as a win. But
1: what else did we think Cam was going to say?
2: Well, he could say, hey— Still, no, still still feel like shit.
1: Still (laughs) going to be a couple more months. Oh, you thought it was two? No, I got four more. Sorry, guys.
2: But I mean, he could have said, "Hey, still just working on rehab." Like this sounded pretty upbeat. Like, to be fair, Cam is a pretty upbeat.
1: Yeah, he's a positive person, anyway. So,
2: but he's
0: also pretty honest and thoughtful about his answers.
2: Thoughtful, yes. It's kind of like in a press release where they say. Uh, the surgery went well. Like, they've never said, the surgery did not go well. We are in trouble. But
1: like, what I mean by that, like, you said, he's, he's usually uh, honest. Um, I, I'm like, well, yeah, he's honest, but that doesn't mean that they tell you the full story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's that's how all these guys are right now. That's they fair. They're always like, oh, you know, hey, how's how's uh, Chris Paul's heel? It was like, oh, Chris Paul heel uh, is, you know, still uh, not where it needs to be. Can... So, I was that's thinking, not the total truth. I,
2: I was thinking about this when it came to Chris Paul. Are we reading that wrong? They say sore heel, right? But heel has another meaning, and that's what a lot of people view him in the NBA as, Come as a heel. On, so, Jesus. they just saying he's
0: sore in general? The that's, sore heel that's literally two in like five minutes.
1: <laughs> it's a Sunday afternoon coming from a heel himself.
0: It's a Sunday yes. afternoon,
1: you just gotta, <laughs> just gotta roll with it,
2: right?
0: Jesus. There's no better time.
2: For dad jokes in a
0: Sunday afternoon.
1: You got to work on the puns on Sunday. It's puns day.
0: So Jose (laughs) in the chat said, that's what I'm wondering. What's up with CP? So in uh, the pregame show, we did run the clip from Monty. It's also on our social, phnx underscore sons. Gerald talked with Monty yesterday at at practice, and Monty essentially said – that so we've we've got the determination that Chris Paul will be out for at least a little while. He's gonna be reevaluated again next week. And Monty essentially said the quiet part out loud with the fact that we haven't really shared what exactly it is that Chris Paul is dealing with. We've just given you the right heel soreness. And that's why uh, y'all have been wondering for so long what's going on. We're not gonna tell you. We're still not gonna tell you, but that's where he's at.
2: Translation, we're lying.
1: Yeah. The <laughs> the the fuck around and find out index. <laughs> when it comes to injuries is uh, probably at its peak with CP3 listen he's he's old he's older in 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 nba standards he's is he's old he's very old and you know your body as a guard especially as a guard it is it, it takes a toll to play in the nba as a point guard and it's just going to take a little longer to heal i, I again like i I wish I could sit here and say that I, you know, it's I'd rather him have it now than the playoffs, but that that's not even a certainty. So, you just make sure that he's 100 percent before he comes back, and you get to use him as, as much as you possibly can until the next time. CP3
2: and I are the same age, and the second I stand up from this chair, both my heels are going to hurt like hell. Uh, it's just an old age.
0: Thing. Your knees are going to yeah. crack. Your yeah. back's going to pop.
1: I literally like as soon as I get up from these chairs, I like limp for like the first five steps. And then it like warms up and I'm good to go. So. <laughs> yeah,
0: let's just be clear. It's not the more furniture no, it's, chairs. It's that they're old. No, no my ass just, doesn't hurt. It's, it's my feet yeah. and my knees. It's sitting for any extended period of time
2: like yeah. this. It's the
0: problem. I'm just giving you guys a hard time.
1: It's better than the chairs we had last year. Oh, yeah. Which those, were like rocks when we sat oh, on them.
0: Man. That draft night when we were live oh, for like, no. what, five, cut, like hours? five hours yeah. or 18 hours. Oh, I don't want to hear it. I was sitting on the floor. Well, at least you could have rolled around. You could have gotten up and Was sat down room? and moved. Yeah. That's true,
1: and that's a tiny little room we didn't yeah. have much. Yeah, room.
0: but she wasn't like <laughs> confined to if I felt like I couldn't leave. Why? I don't know. We even
1: told you a million times, feel free to get uh, up yeah, and go to the I get bathroom that. The chat
0: literally you had like. to yell at us to eat our food because it was just sitting I there know. because we were all like, this feels weird. <laughs> it, it feels weird to do this. <laughs> Hello.
2: Interns belong yeah. on the
0: floor. Yeah, but <laughs> now she's upgraded. She's not intern now. she got a real chair she now.
1: She is in charge of our a live queen production. Chair. Promotion, you know.
0: <laughs> okay, I think that'll do it for us today. I do want to remind you guys, uh, we launched our diehard um, exclusive membership.
2: yippee mother... Never mind.
0: hey <laughs> And this is really cool. So it's a brand new type of PHNX membership. And becoming a Die Hard gets you a lot of perks, right? So we've opened up a lot of our written content. So if you aren't a member, you weren't able to become a member, you can get access to that. But now, when you become a member and become a Die Hard, you're going to get a free T-shirt every single year. So one when you sign up one next year as well. You can get 20% off all of our PHNX merch and all of our events. You get exclusive curated content. You get access to the Discord And a
1: whole lot more. So 20% discounts on events, 20% discounts on merch. Like you get a whole bunch of freebies throughout the year. You get discounts with our partners. You get a bunch of fucking cool people that hang out with you in the discord and all all these events on the takeovers, the watch parties, you name it. Like we're going to have so much cool stuff. Also because of that 20% merch discount, this Friday, when we have Black Friday all the way through Monday and we have all these discounts, you get to take an additional 20% because you're a diehard on top of the discount that you're already going to get for Black Friday. So like, hello, now's the time. Also, we'll have gift boxes, so if Plus you you wanna, gift it.
2: Plus you get lunch with Saul, <laughs> Lindsay will send you an autographed book. Emma, uh, I don't know what. But Emma will a, make you a graphic. Yeah, I mean, there's just all sorts of things. but Espo will personally
1: deliver a beer to your house.
2: Or I'll just make a pun at your expense. Whatever you prefer. <laughs> but That's how much we care.
0: You guys should definitely consider becoming a diehard today. And to do that, just head on over to gophnext.com slash diehard. Or the link in the description also will get you there. As always, we appreciate you guys. Thank you for joining us here on this Sunday Afternoon. We'll see you tomorrow at three PM, our normal uh, show time here, same place. Until then, be excellent. And you can follow me on Twitter at lindsay smith a z. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald borgay and of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo take us home. Go
2: enjoy your evening. There's no sun's basketball, but you still can celebrate a win. Ahoy hoy.
1: Tele Phoenix Metro. Megas in control, and he ain't never gonna let go. PHNX though. Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball, we hit to turn up the tempo. Got to
3: understand me. I've always wrecked the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G. No plan B. Always on the job.